word given to me tonight was today you will be with me in paradise. I just want to briefly back up in the text for context to verse 39. I hope you don't mind. Where it says, One of the criminals who were who were hanged railed at them, saying, Are you not the Christ? Save yourself and us. But the other rebuked him, saying, Do not do you not fear God, since you are under the same sentence of condemnation. And we indeed justly, for we are receiving the due reward of our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. And he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And he said, And truly, I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. This passage answers so many questions that we have. There have been endless debates to answer the question, what happens after death? And I am so grateful for this man's confession, as Jesus' response gives us so much hope as to what that is. So I'm going to briefly outline five answers to deep questions that are answered by this short statement. The first being, are we saved by our good works? Absolutely not. He, he would, this man was sentenced to capital punishment as a robber and a thief. Um, th this man would certainly not measure up to exceeding the scribes and Pharisees in their righteousness, as Jesus said was required. No, we must not be saved by our works. And two, are we saved by church attendance or baptism even? Again, know that this man on the cross had time to do neither. Are they absolutely, are they, are they important parts of our Christian walk? Absolutely. But did Jesus turn him away from missing a ritual or for not having time to get down into the water? I think the answer is no. Three, are we conscious after death or does our soul sleep until the last day as some people erroneously believe? Well, Jesus said, you will be with me, with me, in paradise, when? Today. The question is answered. There is no waiting, there is no delay, it is today you will be with me in paradise. And we can have peace as believers, that when we are absent from the body, we will be present with the Lord. Four, does a middle ground like purgatory exist? Unquestionably, from the text, the answer is no. Uh, if someone, if anyone, might have gotten stuck between heaven and this realm, it would have been a robber and a thief. But yet, this person is comfortably welcomed into heaven, and he is welcomed today. Not a thousand years after paying for his own sins, but today he is welcomed. You know, we sing a hymn in our congregation that says, His blood can make the foulest clean. His blood avails for me. And His blood has availed indeed, for even the vilest of sinners in our eyes. And this man before us in our text. And lastly, are deathbed conversions valid? Interesting and controversial question. For obvious reasons, Jesus is the main character in our narrative, so it's easy to forget that this thief on the cross was serving his own death sentence. He would be dead within a few hours of this text. 
Yet even though he will never leave this cross in the flesh, his eternal security was secured for heaven forever through his faith in Jesus as the Messiah. Now, of course, some people might say, oh, is it fair that he gets to go to paradise? He's lived his whole life as a sinner, even into his last hours. Only at the very end does he repent and change his mind. How is that fair? Well, we need to remember, none of us have earned our place in heaven. None of us. The fact that we are saved in the first place is not fair. The one thing we have earned is our own place in hell. That is what our good deeds supposedly have earned us. So the fact that anyone anywhere is saved is a miracle by the grace of God. So in terms of your salvation, it doesn't matter whether you've lived your whole life as a born-again Christian, or you've struggled in your walk, or if you turn to Him in your last days. But the problem is we're not guaranteed tomorrow. I can get hit by a bus marching back on Route 35 on my way home, and the minivan could crumble like an accordion, and that will be my last. You know, we do our best in this world to forget that Today could be our last day. We don't go to funerals thinking we could be the next guest of honor. Usually. We ought to be aware of that possibility. So before you leave this building tonight, make sure you have the same assurance that this man had from Jesus. That if today is your last day, that you can be with him in paradise. Thanks be to God. I love this format, by the way, of five-minute teachings. Most pastors can't even get through their introduction in five minutes, much less talk on issues of this magnitude. So I love this, I'm totally blessed by this. Uh, it is finished. I love this. Tetelestai. One word in the Greek, three words in the English. It is finished. This is a term that conveys, that carries this idea of fulfilling one's task or fulfilling one's obligations is what this word means. The term has been found in ancient papyri texts on tax receipts to indicate that a tax burden had been paid in full. That is what this word that Jesus is saying from the cross means. It carries this idea of fulfillment. Fulfilling of obligations or payment in full satisfaction of the requirements levied against someone. So that is what this term means. And it becomes imperative to answer, what is it? What is it that has been finished? How is it finished? What has been paid in full? And praise be to God that the answer is our debt to sin. It has been finished. As 2 Corinthians 5.21 says, He made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. That the wrath of God poured out on Jesus as a sin offering, so that we could be presented to God the Father, dressed in his righteousness. And that was accomplished at this moment. That this was not our work, but Jesus paid our debt and established our righteousness all at once upon the cross. 
that through this completed work, the separation between a holy and perfect God and us broken and sinful man was finished. The atonement was complete. The fulfillment of the law has been finished. The prophecies of the Messiah promised thousands of years in advance have been finished and satisfied. The Levitical system that pointed to our need for a Savior finished and rendered obsolete as the Lamb who was slain from the foundation of the world has been slain for us. The satisfaction of the justice of God finished and the removal of the sting and power of death itself has been finished. That is what Jesus' victory cry of Tetelestai, it is finished on the cross, means. And when we say that it is finished, I mean that it is finished. There is no more, there is nothing new to be added, which is the reason I could say in my previous talk that that man who was worthy of capital punishment will be with Jesus in paradise. Even though he had no time to do good works, no time to make it to a good Friday service like good Christians do. He had no time to be baptized, no time to do penance or add any good works towards his salvation as some erroneously teach that he must do. Yet Jesus, the, the reason Jesus could give him that assurance is because it is finished. As the popular modern hymn in Christ alone so boldly proclaims, on the cross as Jesus died, the wrath of God was satisfied. What does that mean? It means it is finished. That's why there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, as Romans 8.1 tells us. Because it's been paid, our debt to sin has been paid, so that you and I don't have to. There's no such thing as double jeopardy with God. The only thing that we contribute, therefore, towards our salvation is the sin that made our, our salvation necessary. The sin that made the cross and the atonement and all that Jesus went through on the cross necessary. That was our contribution. Jesus accomplished the rest. All that is left is to believe it is finished for you. Trust in the completed work of Jesus Christ on the cross, on your behalf, and change the only thing that that thief and robber on the cross had time to change while he was on that cross. His heart. His heart towards God through repentance and confession. So we take comfort in being able to boldly proclaim as Jesus proclaimed in his victory on the cross, it is and it remains finished. Thanks be to God. Amen.